morning. What a beautiful morning. Things sure look different after a good night's sleep. You are looking very sharp this morning. Feeling good. Here we go. Tuesday morning underway. KRKO and Everett's greatest hits. Uh, Tim Hunter with a lot more of them coming your way. It is Bastille Day if you feel like storming something. Dairy Queen has announced they're going to start offering vegan ice cream treats. Yet one more sign of the upcoming apocalypse. Something else coming up. A buddy of mine, Stan Orchard, posted the other day on his Facebook page that he had attended the Seattle Pop Festival. It was a big concert held here in 1969 prior to Woodstock. But a lot of the performers that were there performed here. Uh, Stan's going to pop in here in about 20 minutes and share some stories of that concert. So I can't wait for that. Great way to start any day. It's KRKO, Everett's Greatest Hits. My name is Tim Hunter. Uh, But especially today, I was on Facebook the other day kind of flipping through the posts. And I saw one that was talking about the Seattle Pop Festival. This is a concert that took place out in Woodenville, where that uh, Gold Creek driving range is right now. It was a big field. And it was most of the people who went on to perform at Woodstock in the mud rain, but we got them on a July in 1969. As I was reading about this, just going, whoa, this is amazing. This happened around here. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, A friend of mine chimed into the post and said, oh, yeah, I was there. So we need to talk. Stan Orchard. You party animal, you were at the Seattle Pop Festival. Here I am, my friend. Wow. I was there for three days. Tell it was, me stories. Uh, okay, so the summer of 69, it was a big year for me. I turned 18 about a month after this thing. Anyway, three friends of mine and I, we got on our little motorcycles and we drove out there. Uh, one of my friends, some I don't even know how he did it, but somehow we... We were part of the security, and we got in free. <laughs> really? Yeah, we had to stand out for, I don't know, an hour or something, out along the perimeter, making sure nobody snuck in. And of course, we let people in, and it, it was just one big, huge party. I don't know if Boyd Grafmeyer, the guy who put it on, if he made any money or not, but it was wild. It was, uh, you know, I was 17. I left home that year. Uh, it was pretty crazy for a little guy from Burien, I can tell you. It was wild. Tickets were 6 bucks a day or $15 oh. for all three. Or? Or free. Or, or if, yeah, if you know Stan, <laughs> just look for Stan Orchard. It said the promoter actually hired the Black Panthers to help keep watch. Uh, were you maybe, a Black Panther? I, I don't remember that part. All I remember is there were a bunch of naked people and lots of wow. booze and drugs. And uh, the music, of course, was why everybody was there. The first thing I remember, uh, we were on motorcycles. It was a day like uh, like today. It was sunny. Uh, you know, it was July. Mm-hmm. And we were in a long line of cars waiting to get in. And there was this guy walking down the road with his pants around his ankles. He <laughs> was so wasted. And that was as we were coming in. After that, it got a little crazier. So. And that was the mayor. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this all happened for three days at what is now the Gold Creek driving range out in Woodenville in wine country. I have no idea. It's, it was yeah. in Woodenville. I couldn't even tell you where in Woodenville. I mean, my, I, you know, I was 17. Damn, I was, I wasn't at my best. Let's put it that way. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, you're among friends. 
Okay, Stan's going to stick around and tell us about the groups he remembers seeing perform at the Seattle Pop Music Festival 51 summers ago. This ought to put his ginkgo to the test. Uh, We'll hear from Stan again in about 10 minutes or so. Hey, good morning. Great to have you along. If you just joined us here at KRKO, Everett's Greatest Hits. Uh, My name is Tim Hunter. A few minutes ago, we were talking with Stan Orchard, friend of mine, longtime radio brother, uh, because Stan was at the Seattle Pop Festival in the summer of 1969. A lot of the groups that ended up performing at Woodstock performed here in a field out in Woodenville, which is now like the Gold Creek Driving Range or something like that. But anyway, yeah, how about that? So Stan uh, before told us of what it was like to be there. Uh, how about dropping a few of the names of the groups that were there? Oh, it was just amazing. I mean, uh, let's see, 10 years after, it, you had to be alive back then to remember these bands. But uh, Bo Diddley was there. Guess who? Uh, Santana. Of course, Santana played around here quite a bit back in those days. Santana, I remember watching out on the Ave, just playing on the street. Serious. They, they were a Bay Area band that went up and down the West Coast. Uh, Chicago was there. Uh, Ike and Tina Turner were there. And the Ikeettes. I had never seen the Ikeettes before. Holy moly. I was a 17-year-old guy with <laughs> raging hormones, and they were wearing... Well, Micro Mini does not describe what they were wearing. It wow. was, and Chuck Berry did his famous Dingaling song uh-huh. and just brought the place down. Uh, Spirit, I don't know if you remember oh, Spirit. I got were, a line on you, babe. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> they, and of course, Led Zeppelin was there. I saw them at the Aqua Theater. I saw them in the Coliseum, and I saw them out there. They they were amazing. The Doors, they were, <laughs> they were a major disappointment. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Uh, Jim Morrison was so wasted. Good times, good memories that are fading fast. It was a music event called the Seattle Pop Festival in July of 1969. Uh, Worth looking around on the Internet to find some of the uh, pictures and things that emerged out of that. And a special thanks to Buddy Stan Orchard for uh, sharing his memories. you got to share them while you got them. That's all there is to it. Yeah, if you're uh, looking for an anniversary to celebrate today, that'd be 21 years ago that that was a song about the future. (laughs) Good morning. You're listening to KRKO. It's Everett's Greatest Hits. My name is Tim Hunter. Uh, Did you catch the Eagles in concert at the Forum last night? It was on ESPN. They have no sports to show, so they showed the Eagles concert. Great show, three hours long. Uh, I was on from 6 to 9, so sure, hope you caught that. Got a Don Henley song coming up later this hour. It's actually the 49th anniversary, whoa, of the Eagles performing together for the very first time. And this is interesting because the way they performed together, they were brought together as a group by Linda Ronstadt, and she had them back her up while performing at Disneyland. Uh, And that was the only time they backed up Linda because after that, the guys talked and they said, you know, we should have our own band. And the rest is history. There you go. I'm just feeling good. I walked to work today. Felt great. Okay, it was just downstairs, but I, I feel absolutely awesome. Yeah, great example of Everett's greatest hits. It's KRKO, I'm Tim Hunter. I'll tell you, one of the uh, memories pressed into my mind was when I was back in Boston uh, 
visiting my son who went to school there and ended up sneaking into Fenway Park. And they have a routine, much like we do. Uh, here in Seattle, we sing Louie Louie, which, of course, came from the Northwest. Uh, back in Boston, they really get into Sweet Caroline. And uh, Neil Diamond, although he has retired from touring and everything else, uh, says he still gets goosebumps hearing people sing that song. It's amazing, and uh, I can't account for that either. Yeah. But, but people want to. And I thought, when I wrote the song, I thought, this is a, some kind of magic that happened. It was yeah. very unexpected. It was last minute. The whole thing took about a half hour. Did he really just say that? It took about a half hour to write it. Yeah, I've got a half an hour to kill. I think I'll write a, a great hit song. And, of course, if someone were to ask you who Sweet Caroline is about, you would probably say Caroline Kennedy, right? It's actually about my former wife, Marcia, but I couldn't get Marcia into the three-syllable name that I needed. Oh. And, uh, so I had, I, had, I had Caroline Kennedy's name there from years ago in one of my books, and I tried, sweet, Caroline, that works. Makes you realize just how close we were to sweet Marsha Shaw. That close. All right, Neil Diamond, uh, a few years ago on the Today Show, talking about the origins of Sweet Caroline. And now you know. Yeah, a little musical caffeine to get you going here Tuesday morning. It's Tim Hunter. And uh, I'm sure we've talked about this before. I want to remind you about the Everett Post, everettpost.com. It's a local online service with, you know, news about what's going on around here. But we also have some nice features, including some weather minutes from our very own Ted Beaner. Uh, Ted was with the National Weather Service 40 plus years. And so uh, we tap into his expertise about a bunch of things. Uh, I'm dragging him in right now because, Ted, I want to know, as we're getting a little bit more into summer, uh, what about the, the fire dangers and the smoke and all that stuff that happens during the summer? Well, we're, you know, we finally got summer started, right, Tim? Sort of. <laughs> I'm greedy. I want a streak longer than like two or three days. Well, as we were talking about last week, my goodness gracious, it gets too warm and then the weather whiners complain about yep. it being too hot. That's so right. we are getting into our warmest and driest time of the year that goes all the way into the first part of August. And that's when we typically start to see the wildfire issues here on across the state. Now, at this point, eastern Washington's already underway. We've got another wildfire yeah. uh, at this point over there and a couple others from last week. So, But on this side, thanks to our relatively wet spring, we're actually not really going to start our wildfire season here until probably right around... Uh, early August. Is it going to be a good one, bad one, worse than normal? I would say probably better than average, which good. is, again, pretty good news. Typically, the end of the fire season comes sometime in September. We get our first good soaker uh, in from the Pacific Ocean. A lot of folks have been asking me, uh, well, are we going to have any more of that wildfire smoke around here? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think we'll probably have any wildfire smoke from anything local here in the North Sound area. My concern are areas that are around us. So it could, you know, in the past, when we had all that wildfire smoke in 2017 and 2018, that came from places like California, Oregon, Eastern Washington, even the interior of British Columbia. What is the name of your podcast? If I go to EverettPost.com, do you have some kind of a catchy name for it, like Weather in Leather or something? <laughs> 
Uh, it's just a weather minute. And I try to keep them to just about a, a minute or so. So they're pretty quick and easy to listen to. And again, a variety of topics. And if anybody has a question, there's a link there where you can post a question. And I'll try to get to it uh, sometime in the coming weeks. Thank you, Ted. Yeah, Ted Beaner, you can connect with him at everettpost.com. Ask him your uh, weather question. He's dysfunctional in a fun kind of way. Tim Hunter on KRKO.